0: You're listening to the Martin Houston Show on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Two boys poured into 265 CG Tuscaloosa, a Town Square Media station. One man to be? You can forget about it. Touchdown Alabama! Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app.
1: First and ten on the 12. Again, Houston. He's got a hole. He's over. Alabama touchdown. I'm just wondering if your listeners <laughs> know how good a football player you were. Uh, I can still see you playing that full black back and those players out of the out of way. Now. I believe I could have run behind you. Martin, I can remember when we came to the center and you were playing full back up there. And I saw you in the weight room. And watch the watch the work out in the weight room. At least to pick you were strong enough to pick up the whole weight room. I wanted to fix it, and I run him back. Fix things like that. <laughs>
2: Good morning. Welcome to the Martin Houston Show with Martin and Xavier on Tide 100.9. This is the Alabama One Hotline. We're live, local, and open for business. Give us a call at 205-342-9904, 205-342-9904. It's the Sound of Alabama Sports, your show, your team. Let us hear from you. The playbook for today Uh, may involve a little true-false. Which candidate, which Heisman candidate takes the lead Uh, from the Alabama team? We'll talk about uh, the defensive depth chart. We'll have Hank South 247 Sports uh, and more, whatever you may have on your mind, we can bring that to the conversation uh, as well. And in recruiting, of course, we'll have Hank South joining us at uh, later on in the uh, second half of the show. So if you want to get your questions ready, you're always welcome to call in and let us know what they are. Or you can always uh, add it in our chat. Uh, the Martin Houston radio network online, which includes Facebook at Martin Houston fan page, Martin J Houston, personal Tide 109 Alabama tradition, XO sports And then on Facebook, I mean on YouTube at Martin Houston Live and Twitter at MartinHouston35. Give us a like, give us a follow, share us with your family and friends. Make sure you let them know that they're missing out on uh, the biggest, best, baddest radio station in the world. Kicking off uh, with the best show on radio uh, glad to be here. I'm Martin Houston. Let's bring in XX. Good morning. How you doing, sir?
3: Good morning. Doing well. Just excited as football season gets a little bit closer to kicking off.
2: Yeah. Uh, counting the days down uh, as, as we quickly approach uh, kickoff on Saturday. And uh, as we approach, I want to remind you that each and every day, is a day that the lord has made so rejoice and be glad in it takes some time today to notice someone love someone serve someone be the difference you want to see in the world today so what you got on your mind sir
3: man there's a lot of, a lot of things we can talk about at this point um i think we should just go ahead and hit the defensive depth chart and close that out as we continue to get ready for saturday all right, defensive depth
2: chart. We did find a couple of interesting uh, scenarios from uh Alabama's depth chart uh, on the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Joe, I think we finally uh settled it with Xavier that he he couldn't get a draw. We weren't going to let him get by with a draw. Did he ever did he ever come off of that or did he, is he still talking about a draw between last year and this year or so? <laughs> See, all right. Uh, wh- hey, uh, X. We, we talked a little bit uh, yesterday in the in the overtime segment. We did transition a little bit to the defensive side of the ball. Um, uh, offensively, uh, I think overall, when you take coaching staff uh, with the addition of Wolford, you take uh, you know the the the. Even though it's five new guys coming in uh, in a skill position, you got your returning Heisman quarterback, and you got that big, bad offensive line that I think is going to maul people. Taking the offensive side of the ball, uh, then uh, switch over to the defensive side of the ball. Uh, The uh, defense. Is there any question you take in this unit (laughs) over last year's unit?
3: Uh, When you look at the defensive front, I think they have a chance to be really special. (coughs) Excuse me. As you look at the outside linebackers and the defensive line, they, they have a chance to be really nasty. You see a guy like Jaheim Otis and everything that we've talked about with him uh, with, from the weight loss and things of that nature. You know, Coach Saban came out and said he's almost unblockable uh, along that front. Uh, that that really just shows you the work he's put in. Y- you can't go wrong when you have Will Anderson and Dallas Turner on the edges to the maybe the best combo in the country. And then, of course, a guy like DJ Dell returning. The guy that we had on the show, Tim Smith, has trimmed down some. Has moved from D tackle out to DN in this three uh, four. So I think that shows a little bit of his work ethic, as long as well as Byron Young returning as a starter on the edge.
2: Yeah, when you you look at it last year, the, uh, nose tackle. <coughs> uh, just kind of take a position by position approach. Um, you can say true, false, whatever you you know you, you want here. Uh, your response. Uh, let's look at the nose tackle position last year. Nose, nose guard position, DJ Dale, Tim Smith, slash Steven um, win. This year, that same position is DJ Dale, returning starter, Jaheim Otis, and a guy who I think um, is going to be really good and would have been a bright star added to this. had <laughs> Jim Otis not come in and just boss man. It's Tim Keenan the third out of Birmingham. So you look at that three uh, uh, improved, true or false in that, at that position.
3: Uh, I'm gonna go true. You got DJ Dell coming back for his fourth year. You've got a uh, true freshman in Otis who, as I said, just Saban sees as unblockable. And I think Tim Keenan can have a very good role carved out in this defense, uh, a big-body guy that can plug up the middle. He's really more along that old-school style of nose guard that Alabama has had when you, when you go back prior to uh, guys like Quentin and Daron Payne, the guys that you had before that, and, and a Josh Chapman, a, a Mount Cody, that type style.
2: Uh, you know, and that's, that's what's interesting uh, as you look at it, um, at this team, um, Joe. Interesting, DJ Dale is, is kind of a little guy now at that position because we have two Mount Codys behind him. Tim Keenan is a big boy, and we, we, we you know, it's been well reported. So is Nick Saban kind of, in, in some ways, uh, beginning to, to edge because uh, you got D.J. Dell Sr., okay? Then you have Otis, who is a true freshman, and Keenan, who is a redshirt freshman. Is he is, is, is Nick Saban signaling maybe people going to try to shift back to this running game uh, uh, with, with the way he's playing or recruiting uh, that nose tackle position? Is he sensing something there?
4: Well, I just think that uh, it's very important to have a nose tackle who can clog up the middle, who can take up two blockers, not only occupy center, but take one of the guards, whether it's the right or the left guard. Uh, and, and I think you're seeing that with uh, Tim Keenan and Jaheim Otis in the last couple of years, uh, th- those two guys. And really, DJ Dell's kind of like that, but he's just not as wide. Uh, he's right. not as wide, and not as not as uh, maybe not as disruptive e- either. Uh, those, yeah. Tim Keenan and, and, and Jaheim Otis kind of seem like big old anchors right there.
2: Yeah, and when, when you think about it, guys, uh, when you look at that position, uh, is, is is that been part of also why the linebacker play in the middle may have been down a little bit at Alabama? I think DJ Dale for some reason they have not been able to beat him out, uh, and it may not it may be that they don't have they haven't had that guy that demands a a double team like Quentin Williams wasn't that big, but Quentin Williams required two people to block him because one sort of like Aaron Donald, you couldn't block him with one guy, even though he wasn't big, he was just so quick that he'd get by a center. uh, So you always had to have somebody ready to help. Uh, I think these next two guys seem to show that they're ready to, to, to block that uh, let's go ahead and get to Greg we got uh, calls starting to line up let's go ahead and get to Greg from Alabaster before we get the break Greg you're in with the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier what's on your mind sir uh, good morning I want
5: to get first of all I want to get on
2: to the contest real quick alright uh, go, go right
5: ahead oh uh, it was rushing yards and passing yards correct for uh, for, uh yes, America, yes, correct? Has, yep. I'm going to go 147 on the ground Okay, And I'm going to go 76 through there. All right.
3: Oh, so you think he's going to have a I, monster game?
5: I think he's going to have a really good game because, you know, everybody has this mindset that, you know, Saban's going to pull after the first or second drive in the second half. Well, this is first game of the year. Have we ever seen him pull the starters out before the third quarter? You know, you know, trying to make sure they're in game shape, especially with Texas coming right behind this. And the possibility but,
2: of having to play the whole game. Yeah, I, I think they'll play into play the third quarter just because of that. Um, they mm-hmm. may not play the fourth, but I think they'll play the third. It'll be—I mean—it's going to be interesting to see how they play and how much they sub, Greg. But I think they'll definitely be in there. I mean, well, the substitution that, that, may be a yeah. little bit higher. I agree with that part, but I
5: think they—they they will all play a lot of snaps because of it, and then. The defense that you know Utah State's going to play—they're they're aggressive. So how do you take a, you know t- how do you take advantage of it? You get the guys to yeah. the edge; you create a crease, and every one of these guys can fly and take it to the house at any time. And I think yeah. with our with what we hope is a very improved offensive line, we will take uh, take full advantage of that aggressiveness.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, uh, hey, Greg, uh, thanks thanks for calling in. Did you have anything else before I let you go?
5: Uh, you were talking about the true faults of uh, or, uh, taking like a uh, Wofford was, you know, with coaching. I take that 100% because that attitude changed the, 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 the and way, the way that they have seemed to come around is just I'm looking forward to it because he is always everywhere he's been, he's created a mauling offensive line and what we yes. give to see it. And then just to flip things what you were talking about just a minute ago with the defensive line, I think the big thing with the, 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 you know, the big guys in the middle now, um, we're not, ha- we're not playing a complete fastball offense anymore. So those guys can sustain, uh, and, you know, with the pace slowing down a little bit from what it was even, you know, four or five years ago, I think it allows these guys to play more, be more effective, and especially when you have such, you know, elite speed and athleticism on the outside, if you've got a guy that can pitch that middle and if, the quarterback
2: or running back if they hand off in the middle. If you squeeze it off to the middle and you got a guy eating up space, they've got nowhere to go. Absolutely. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it, man. Roll tight, my brother. Roll tight. That's Greg from Alabaster. Allen, stay on. We'll get you on the other side as well as uh, Curtis coming back on the other side. Uh, we appreciate you being part of Martin Houston Show. The Alabama on the Hotline is open for business, and we'll continue the conversation right here on Tide
1: 100.9. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of DeSan Traffic Center, we got a slowdown on 2059. Eastbound at exit 68, Malachan Parkway. Not sure of the cause? We'll find out. If you see
5: conditions condition, buy O'Reilly Auto Parts or shop OReillyAuto.com
1: today.
0: O, oh, O, oh, O, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. Mostly sunny weather continues today. Tuscaloosa's high 92 for tonight. fair with a low at 71. Becoming more humid tomorrow. The sky partially sunny, a chance of scattered showers or thunderstorms by afternoon. The high 89. I'm James Spam on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 68 degrees in Tuscaloosa.
2: Scott Smith and Softmark Design doing business for 17 plus years, specializing in graphic design services, commercial printing, promotional products, advertising specialties, and so much more. Basically, any and everything you would need to advertise, promote, and grow your business. Through strong partnerships, strong customer service, and creative ideas, they'll help you market and grow your business. Give Scott a call at 205-292-4680 or email scottis at comcast.net and visit him online at softmarkdesign.com
0: it's time for the martin houston show with the same hard-hitting no-nonsense approach in which he played the game martin will take you inside the locker room down on the field and across the goal line with his in-depth analysis
2: Martin Houston Show, Alabama One, Alabama One. Hey, look, if you're out there and you already have the car you need, uh, the home you want, uh, and you still need to knock some costs off, give our insurance agency an opportunity to, to save you some money, that's Alabama alabamaoneinsurance.com. You can find them there. And hey, look, if you're looking to get a new car, get a uh, um, lower rate or, or lower payment Check us out. We have lower uh, terms starting as low as 1.99. And I mean, lower interest rates and extended terms as high as 84 months on used and 96 months on new. Either way, we can get you a lower payment uh, based on what your goals are. Don't let inflation and rising interest rates put you in a financial pinch. Hey, let's go to the phone lines. Alan. You're in with the Martin Houston show with Martin and Xavier. What's on your mind, sir?
1: Hey, good morning, gentlemen. I got a prediction for you, and you heard it first on the Martin Houston show.
2: <laughs>
1: by, by, bowl, by bowl season, Scott Frost will be in the Nick Saban rehab program for coaches. <laughs> and he and, and will take over for that, our leaving off coordinator hopefully next year. So, you know
3: what I feel about like the offense coordinator. So, you heard it first on the Martin Houston show. Oh, X. wow. That, that's <laughs> – yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, uh, I don't know if I would necessarily want that with uh, the way his offense has looked over the years, but uh, maybe he would be able to come in and rehab and do a great job. We
2: I, X, we are to rehab uh Association. Now, I had heard that he's going to be out, and, and several people mentioned yesterday to me, "Oh man, he's going to be in the Nick Saban uh, school of uh, coaching rehab." But no one has said the fact that Allen, that he's going to be the offense coordinator. Uh, X. I'll take Scott Frost as offense coordinator. I think Scott Frost uh, went back to, to to Nebraska thinking it was just going to be plug and play, like he had been at UCF, and. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think he's found that it's it's a little harder to recruit to Nebraska than than, than he thought. And, and um, I, I'll ask you guys real quick and kind of a sidebar, guys. What 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 is what does a Nebraska have to do? Can is Nebraska the Tennessee of the Midwest or Big Ten or whatever conference? Are they just in kind of the same
3: school right now? uh probably. Yeah, uh, you no, know. I mean, uh, when, when you really? look at it like that, yeah, I would say so. Um.
2: Anyway, uh,
3: uh,
2: Alan, you got anything else for us? Uh,
1: no, I just want to get rid of our coordinator. I just wanted to somebody <laughs> out there early. So you, you know. <laughs> and y'all gentlemen, have a good day.
2: You too, man. You too. All right, thanks, Alan. All right, hey, let's go to Curtis Lewis. Curtis Lewis, you're in with the Martin Houston show. Uh, with Martin and Xavier on the Alabama on hotline. What's on your mind, sir?
6: Hey, Martin, I just interject a little reality here. Um, Stavis definitely want to recruit be better for that the no stock position, which he's done now. And you see that his stamp program, like the old S&H green stamp, so you get so many of them and get these books, you can turn them for something um, that's not really worth anything. You trying turn them at the end of the period there, and that's what he's doing. This, this is program, um, Green Step, is going to be DJ, trust me, as we all know that.
2: Um, hey, 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 all. Hey, hey, Curtis, Curtis, uh, uh, it, it, your, your phone's cutting in and out, and I want people to hear what you're saying. I could pick up part of what you're saying. <laughs> so, hey, Curtis, you guys don't know nothing about that Green Step, man. <laughs> hey, hey uh, uh, literally pick up and call right back uh, and see if it can give us a little better connection. So, uh, guys, as, as Curtis is uh, – uh, uh, Joe, just let me know when he, he's back on there. Um, you know, actually, we were talking about the, the D-line, and I think that's what Curtis is wanting to talk about. If you look at it, Nick Saban seems – like I said, if you go back and look at the nose tackles, nose guards he's recruiting and have signed, they're all more in the Mount Cody size but athletic, if that makes sense than what we've had, you know, the last couple of years, even with the fact that they're moving Tim Smith out to defensive end kind of may signify. Does that also translate into the fact that Nick Saban himself, guys, uh, may actually be looking to run the ball a little bit more on the offensive side of the ball? Um you know, when, when, when we look at that. Hold that thought. Let's get Curtis back on. Curtis, you're back in with the Martin Houston show. What's on your mind, sir? Yeah, Martin. Um, yeah, I'm not sure if I would say
6: that they're going to run the ball more, but I am curious about our running backs. I was really shocked to see that Trey Sanders is a, the fourth back coming off the off the sideline. That, that, Especially with two of the other backs ahead of him coming off of ACL injury. That's yeah. Something must have happened somewhere down the line. Either he's not well or something happened in practice. I'm not sure what's going on there, but that's, that's really shocking to see that he's the fourth bat. Because he did not have a bad year last year. But I do think he's saving. Uh,
2: I, he, I think he still has that um, – what was the guy's name, the basketball player, Derek Rose? I think he yeah. still – I think he still – has a little bit of that Derrick Rose mental game going on. Because, like you said, at points last year, when he had to play a little bit more and B-Rob was out, it seemed like he was ready to step in there and step up. I just wonder if when he gets tired, does that hip give out? Uh, does he lose, you know, trust in it? Or does it physically, you know, uh, cost him – uh, some some explosion or something when that when it gets tired. I, I think his injury. Uh, we, we probably should be more impressed with the fact that he's playing than than anything because I think that hip injury may have been worse than all of us thought. Especially since you can see two guys coming off ACLs that 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 you know are still in front of him.
6: Yeah, and I and I think that also with that hip, maybe his recovery time isn't as um as quick as it would be if he didn't have that injury back then. So, yeah, I think there's something Mm -hmm. going on with him. But I do think that that Saban is is trying to beef up that that middle of that defensive line. And I think with Smith, Young, and um, Oaks in there, that's a a very formative front right there, especially for our linebackers to be able to find holes at that point in time. Because Jame Otis is going to be a difference maker. And then, of course, with Keenan in there also, and then with Payne, You've got some guys in that middle who's just going to really do the job, I think, and, and requiring double teams to free up well, those Payne's linebacks
4: to
2: move around.
4: Insane. And Martin, you see he's leaving out his boy, DJ Dale. Yeah,
2: I, I, I know. Oh, know yeah, oh,
6: yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, Dale ain't no use to anybody. Uh, Dale's <laughs> in there only because of the, uh, the green stamp program. So that's <laughs> the only reason Dale Curry. is in there. He's he's not drafted.
3: Hey, let me he ask you this, been though. been that guy for four years now. You okay, ain't, you ain't so I like him. But he has not likes done the more. job. they would him because he's been a good teammate. He like Slay
6: Bolton have been in there. Miller Mc been in there. We've got all kinds of guys who've been in there. Randolph has been in there, but we've seen Randolph is not no ball player at all on the as a tackle. Now he may be good at substituting as a as a um, tight end, but he's not gonna catch the ball. But well, he's as far the as the extra blocker goes. He's a starting guard because you can cover him up there. It's not because he's doing anything great. Did he ever play guard in that position last year or year before? I've never seen him in guard position. He's there because so you can cover up his weaknesses. That's the
3: only reason well, he's that's at guard the case. So he's, why is it he Cohen starting?
6: Because he's able to take Cohen out because of Miller issues that he's had. And he's going to have Cohen going to be the starter within the next game or two. Cohen will be your starter. He's just giving Randolph a chance to start. He's been a good teammate. That's the only reason. It's not because he, he surpassed Cohen. Cohen's going to be right back in. And when, when a bullet saw so flying saying, against Kurt. real competition, it's going to be
2: Cohen. And I'm not going di- to totally disagree with Curtis on the, the Randolph thing. I think Randolph has the position. Uh, but I, I, I will be surprised if Cohen doesn't push him. I'm not saying he's gonna beat him out because once you give a man a spot, sometimes you know ask um, what was that guy's name at, at New England? Drew Brees. Uh, Do sometimes you you can fool around and, and the guy take your spot you never get it back. Fuck. But I'm not. But please don't hear me saying that Randolph is Drew Brees. I mean uh, Tom Brady. Okay. Uh, about to say, not you Drew heard Brees, me now. Uh, Drew Brees, <laughs>
6: Right now, I'm, I'm you, I thought you. were out of the a minute, Now we're putting him in the same class as Drew Brees."
2: <laughs> I, mean, I didn't mean, I didn't mean Drew. I mean Drew Bled so uh, uh, that was the yeah. starter for the Patriots, when he went out. But hey, hey, Kirby, I got, got to let you run. Uh, but we, we'll okay. talk a little bit more about that. Uh, it, it's, it's some interesting things there. Uh, this D line is worth uh, spending probably two or three shows on. Uh, and we're just getting started. Uh, let's get, thanks, Curtis. Let's bring in uh, George from Macon. George, you're in with the Martin Hughes Show. What's on your mind, sir? Hey, Martin, just a few comments here.
7: You know, yesterday I wanted to get on talking about the um, receivers of this year and last year. And, uh, Go ahead. You know, I agree the, the talent this year is incredible. But the one thing that Minsky and JMO had, they didn't drop passes. And they had that knack of feeling the open spot and getting open and catching the pass. And also, I mean, he was, you know, a, a hardcore blocker, which, you know, I'm hoping the new guys could duplicate. And Slade Bowden, um, getting rid of him, I mean, everybody will kind of say he does this, that, and the other. All I can think about is a couple of passes he dropped in the end zone. <laughs> I don't know any reason. Any linebacker that has quickness and speed can cover him like a blanket. And two, the same thing. Remember, he dropped a couple of passes that were critical in the end zone. So I don't yeah. think we're really losing anything there. But the knack of getting open in the soft zones and also the toughness and not dropping passes is big. And if we can get the new guys to have those type of um, skill sets, we're in great shape, but the main thing is um, we got an established quarterback that is incredibly and do great things. And I'm kind of with you on the defensive line. You know, that A gap, you know, Jordan Davis last year you saw what it would be was like to have a huge guy that can move. And, you know, yeah. like Mount Cody, you know, not only was he huge, he had tremendous quickness. And when you cover up that A gap and you kind of have to make them drift to the tackle spot and the uh, outside linebackers and the defensive ends we got now, I'm looking for great things. Um, I mean, this is the first time in, oh, probably since Jonathan Allen that we had, you know, we went six, seven, eight deep on the defensive line. And I think it's going to pay dividends. And I don't. See Nick Saban playing anybody just because they're a good teammate and a good guy. They got to be a right. good teammate and a good guy, plus have great ability. That's who's going to play. So, what do yeah. you think about my comment?
2: Uh, well, I, I, I do think that Saban has a loyalty factor. I do now. Um, now, will he put somebody out there um, that, that, that can't play? Uh, no. But Will a, will a good teammate and a loyal teammate and a, a character guy get in front of a guy that may have more talent than him? Yes, I do believe that. Because, it. I, I mean, I'm not saying that hurts the team. I'm not saying that hurts the team. Do what now? I'm thinking that you got – I think
7: he wants the whole package, good teammate, loyalty, and doing the right thing.
2: Right.
7: And um, I think last right. year, um, you know, playing Billingsley a little bit, when he wasn't a good teammate, and I don't know what the back story is, but apparently he wasn't doing what he was supposed to do. I really think it hurt the whole receiving um, room, in my opinion, because after you got past the first two, the others, you know, just didn't step up like he um, commented. But I think that, you know, he wants the whole thing. Ability, you know, personal involvement, you know, personal um, goodness and and, – Loyalty,
2: he wants the whole package and then you play. Hey, Curtis Lewis, Lewis is running off the list. He's saying Chris Owens, uh, Bolden, and McMillan. <laughs> like, McMillan never
3: know, started at Alabama. Hey, hey,
2: hey, guys, <laughs> I think that, guys, there is something to loyalty that coaches like. And, and I mean, I'm going to tell not you guys, with I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you guys, I think you could see that even more, not just at Alabama. But around the the the, the 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 college football world, it's it's, I mean, it's, it's the it. with the transfer portal. These coaches better play these guys that stick around, or they'll lose the young oh, right. guys and the old guys. So it, it, I think there's some factor to it, but I also think the guys have to be able. You have to be able to to compensate for it, talent wise and, and things like that. Guys, Chris Owens could not have been the best player we had. Or Nick Saban and them had really missed on a lot of players. Let's be for real. So no, I agree there?
3: with that. But then when you saw Damian George play against Auburn, it was more like he was a a sliding door. So I mean, that, they, there that goes.
2: But, uh, but hold on, hold on. We we got to get the break, uh, George. Thank you. But but listen, Xavier, you go back and look. That was us getting out, coach. You go back and look what Georgia, um, what Auburn did. Auburn took their defensive end and and just slid that guy so far out that I don't care. It would have taken an All-American to block that Auburn guy. They sacrificed. They said, we're not going to let Bryce Young step outside of that pocket. They put that guy way outside. Go back and watch that game and just sprinted him up the field. Now, now, we didn't ever adjust to that. We could have ran off guard all day long if we had been committed to the running game. I mean, he literally, you go back and look at how wide that guy was, and I don't think Owen Rook could have blocked that guy. I don't think that, that George could have blocked that guy. I don't know if we had any guys at the level that could have blocked that guy that day with that style, but you have to use your offensive plays to get them out of that We did not use a screen under that We didn't run a draw under it We did not run at it We tried to run around it We tried to run up the middle And we tried to run away from it Or we tried to pass on it And we just never made them adjust their defense So, um, you know I'm not going to say that, uh, that, that My other point though Was if Chris Owens was our best Xavier, well, we missed a lot We missed a lot of recruiting if we – or was it our offensive line coach? We'll have to talk about that more. Speaking of recruiting (laughs) big-time players, let's get in Hank South, 247 Sports, up next.
0: This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports
4: update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Former Alabama safety and current Crimson Tide Sports Network reporter Rashad Johnson is leaving Tuscaloosa to become the Buccaneers assistant coach. Alabama quarterback Bryce Young has landed on the 2022 Golden Arm Award watch list. The Big 12 is currently in talks with Fox and ESPN on TV contract negotiations. What does that mean for the future of Texas and Oklahoma in the SEC?
0: This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. It again! For more info on these stories and more. Download the Tide 100.9 app.
2: Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about one of our great sponsors, Overflow Express Wash. Their mission is to provide great customer service with a showroom clean car and an exceptional customer service experience. They have the basic car wash that starts at $7, but you need to check out the premium wash packages, which start as low as $12 and go up to $20. They also have a membership wash club that you can get for starting at $23.99 going up to $39.99. In other words, just double the regular premium package Drop a penny and you can be one of the great members of Overflow Express Wash. My family and I keep our cars looking good inside and out by using Overflow Express Wash. They're located on Skyland Boulevard right quality used
0: vehicles. Don't be ordinary. Move, Move up to the ultimate driving machine.
2: BMW of Tuscaloosa.com.
0: Skyland Boulevard, Tuscaloosa.
2: Nick Saban calls it the process. The sound
0: of Bama sports, your show, your team, the Martin Houston show on your home for Alabama sports tied 100.9 and streaming on the tied 100.9 app.
3: Welcome into back into the Martin Houston Show, and we are getting ready to have Hank Sal, recruiting extraordinaire of Two Four Seven Sports and Bama Online Recruiting, joining us to talk a little recruiting. How are you doing this morning, Hank? Hey, Jamie, I'm good. How are you, man? Man, doing good. Uh, so as high school football has kicked off, as college football season has. Kicked off now and getting ramped up. There's not a lot of news as there has been over the course of the summer, uh, but I know there's some guys coming into town for the Utah State game. Who are those guys?
4: Yeah, um, you know, it's September 1st, so recruiting is going to kick back up with the season as well. Um, you know, visits can happen again, uh, coaches can go out on the road again and see kids in their high school games. Um, and then today is the first day for 2024 recruits that they can be contacted by coaches. So there, there's a few things going on. News should, uh, you know, start to, uh, to kind of kick back up. But, um, yeah, with, um, Bama hosting their season opener, um, they'll have kids on campus and, you know, there, it's, it's going to be mainly unofficial visitors, but there is one notable official visitor expected and that's Jalen Hale, who's the top 100 wide receiver from Texas and this will be his uh, third visit this year. He was on campus for that end-of-July Champions Cookout. Um, he was on campus back in March, and now he'll be taking his official visit uh, this upcoming weekend. He's down to uh, Alabama, Georgia, and Texas, and he's making a decision in about three weeks on um, September 22nd. So important visit on his timeline. Um, he'll be at Texas next weekend. Obviously he'll see Alabama again with uh with that visit um but this is one where bama seems to be um you know trending up for him i think he kind of goes in between or goes back and forth between you know all three of his finalists um uh, you know there's confidence on the texas side it seems um with the in-state pull and all that uh, but we'll see so jalen hale the receiver is expected as the uh, the lone official visitor at this point in time um you know i think we'll see a lot of commitments return you know Several guys have already confirmed Jaleel Hurley, Anze Pierre will conform be Hunter Osborne. Um, there'll be several others. There'll be a lot of uh, 2024 20, kids. I, I think we'll see you now already a couple commits confirmed with Martavius Collins, um, Jalen Bakway, Perry Thompson. But I think we'll see, uh, you know, a good amount of underclassmen from around the state uh, also attend. So, it should be a good, pretty, pretty good turnout. Um, you know, night game always gives the kids more time to, um, you know, if they're if they're traveling from afar um, to get up onto campus um, after their games on Friday night. Um, so I think we'll see a few more, you know, notable names pop up, uh, and we'll see, you know, if there's any surprise guys that um, end up making it over.
3: All right, and now we have Pat joining us on the Alabama One Hotline. How you doing this morning, Pat?
1: Good morning, fellas. It is a major, major recruiting weekend. This kid out of, Cal- I mean, out of Texas, uh, my buddy up in the Rocket City, he says he is a five-star Hank. Do uh, uh, you think he uh, deserves that uh, fifth star? Yeah, you he, know, know, he
4: was. I, I feel like um, if I'm, I can look at his ranking history, but I think Jalen Hill was a five-star at one point. He might have been the number one receiver at one point, but, um, I mean, he's – let me see what the composite has him at. He's like number fifty-five, so he's really not far off. You know, he, he had a really strong season opener. I think he had um, some crazy stat line. It's not right in front of me, but uh, you know, if he if he plays the way he, he has, um, you know, throughout this season, I think he'll he'll certainly have uh, that look in terms of uh, you know potentially moving up into that five star range. But you know, he's he's number fifty-five. Um, Overall player number 10 wide receivers. It shows the strength of this wide receiver class. Um, yeah. the guys ahead of him. Yeah. So, um, no, he's a stud. Uh, Bama, he's one of two guys. Bama is really recruiting at the position to close out this, um, class at the wide receiver spot, him and, uh, Jaron Hamilton out of Florida. So, uh, you know, it's, it's really not a huge position of need. Um, they have their two guys committed. So, you know, with, with, Bama still pressing for Jalen Hale, it just shows you how, uh, you know, how highly the staff thinks of him. You
2: know, just stay mm-hmm. in charge. Right. Hey Pat, now, we'll, we'll, now, hold, on, hold, on, hold on one second, Pat. Uh, now, hey, do you guys still hold to the thirty-two or so range in five stars?
4: Yeah. So the composite um, is a little bit different. You can w- with with the number that or the rating, uh, there can be more than thirty-two five stars. But you know, by by the end of uh, by the end of the, the cycle, twenty four seven sports has exactly thirty two five stars themselves. So there's the composite rankings and there's twenty four seven sports' rankings. So there'll be thirty two uh, by twenty four seven sports, but sometimes the composite, depending on you know how it, it um, everything kind of irons out with the actual numerical grades that a recruit has, it has you have I, sometimes you can go up to thirty five. Uh, okay, so so
2: my question to Pat, as a recruiting guru, Pat, which one of those guys you bumping? That's
1: already well, up there. Well, uh, well, they hadn't already. Hey, they don't have 32 of them yet, Martin. Huh? Uh, they, they haven't named 32 of them yet. And uh, but, uh, as far as total five stores, they haven't named 32. Most services are yeah, so, so, not So, who, who,
2: who between 30 and, and 54 are you bumping then? You still have to answer the hey. question, Pat. You 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 call Pat, you call him asking when he gonna get the five star. You got to know who you gonna replace or where you gonna move him. Who you gonna put him in
1: front of? Hey, that's Hank's job. And 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 one more question for Hank. Let me go. Hey, did I hear you say
2: that's Hank's job?
1: (laughs) Yeah, man. I, I, one, one more, one more quick question though. On, hey, I want to know
2: when going to get his fourth star. Yeah, Pat, Pat, hold on, hold on, Pat. Uh-huh. So, so, so you just did what we do, what the rest of us do when it comes to calling plays, right? Uh, when, 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 when we're sitting back being the offensive coordinator at home, and, and we say, man, they should have ran this play. They should have gave the ball to him, and it was like, okay, who are you going to get the ball to instead of that guy? You know? Oh, Martin, well. I'm an armchair receiver. Hank, Hank's getting paid for it. <laughs> okay. Hey, I was just but but I'm, not, I'm
1: just checking, Pat. I'm just
2: trying ahead. to get you to help Hank out, man. I mean, if, yeah, you, if hey. you've done the research, no reason for Hank to double doub, uh, to, uh, double double to down on the work. Just having fun. glad Pat. Yeah, all I
1: know is, he hey, hails, hails a man. And, uh, and and he's going to help us win another championship. Hey, but real quick, oh, uh, my, my Hubbard down. Hubbard produced three hundred yards of, of uh, offense against a very good Clinton team uh, last weekend. Uh, and that when's he going to get that four star? Because at least as a uh, athlete, and uh, not and I understand they're recruiting him. It's, it's what he's being recruited as, and how how everything works with the NFL. I mean, you're looking at where they're going to be in the NFL as far as these star ratings go, but, hey, that Ken Hubbard is a football player and deserves a fourth star.
4: Yeah, he's just, uh, um, you know, he's not far off. Um, you know, I think 87 right now 88 is where he's at, so, um, you know, I, I think, I think he'll get it by the end, especially if he plays like that at the athlete, um, as an athlete rating because, you know, it's kind of hard to, you know, he's going play defensive back at Bama, but, you know, there's no defensive back uh, tape of him. So it, it's kind of hard to, you know, he, he'd probably be a four-star there, you know, if that's where he focused on and only played. I'm sure he would put up numbers there as well. But uh, you know, I think he'll get it by the end of the season if he keeps this up. You know, like you said, Clinton's a really strong team that he played against last week and, and, and really shined. So, um, you know, I think it's only a matter of time. Got you, All
3: right. Thank you, sir. Y'all have a blessed and day. <laughs> All, right. All right, so we're in with Hank South at two four seven Sports and Bama Online Recruiting. Uh, when you when you're talking about this star rating, and you have the guys that you said it's only about thirty two to thirty five five stars, how does that work for the four stars to uh, the three becoming a four? Yeah,
4: that's a good question. Um, we'll have to get you guys. With our rankings guys at some point, and let them break it down because I don't, I honestly don't know how those guys do it. Um, you know the, the the four stars. There's a there's a whole uh, tally Amazing. or there's like a rankings breakdown on the um, on the twenty four seven sports site, kind of explaining you know what what goes into a five, what goes into a four. Um, the four stars I think nine, uh, it's 90 to ninety seven on the rankings, and then three stars eighty or um, eighty nine and below, uh, or eighty nine down to like eighty one. Um, so they they just I mean they they base it like you know they they take the um, they'll take the NFL draft. You know the first thirty two guys are supposed to reflect after the first round of the NFL draft and and kind of go beyond that. So you know uh, a high four star you know reflects as a uh, you know uh, early second round to uh, third round draft pick. Um, And it kind of goes from there, and they they try to fill it out at that point. So, um, you know, three-star recruits are still really good. They have NFL draft ceiling, but obviously, you know, four or five are are the guys that there's the most
2: confidence in. But, yeah, it's quite the task to, you know, yeah. Next time you get that question, say, it's the BCS model. (laughs) 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 Nobody really knows, but it seems to work out. (laughs) Right, right. I'm I'm just kidding, man. I'll pass it back to you in a second, X. But, but Hank, when you look at this, man, um, the the reality of it is uh, you guys do an amazing job, all of you as a whole, and the stars and and different things like that. Uh, But uh, ultimately, you know... Uh, tape and film and all that stuff uh, can, can be deceiving, and I tell people sometimes. Some people say, "Well, why is this guy so much rank rank so much higher than this other guy?" I said, "One guy they've seen on film, only other guy they've seen up close and personal, and I can tell you from experience, um, as impressed as I was when I was a, a, a kid watching Bo Jackson on high school in high school on TV." When I saw him in person at film, I mean uh, uh, at practice, the film and television did not do him justice. And that's what I try to tell people sometimes, even with these four and five stars. We look at, we read a stat sheet, we see uh, a highlight tape. Uh, if you go back and look at my highlight tape coming out of college, I should have been a, a, at least a, a third rounder, possibly a second, maybe even a low first round on my highlight tape. So, you know, I, I know that there's a lot that goes into it. So uh, uh, I know Pat wants to get those stars for those guys that, that are committed to Alabama or going to Alabama, but so is every other fan out there. So I think you guys do a great job. X.
3: Yeah, uh, so speaking about some of these guys that that right before football season kicked off that, that are trending towards Alabama, uh, where's Keon Ely sitting as far as – making a decision again, coming to Bama, Ohio State. I know he's going to be at the Ohio State-Notre Dame game this weekend. Uh, Where's Bama sitting with him?
4: Yeah, um, I still think Bama's in a really good spot for him. And uh, like you said, he's going to be at Ohio State this weekend. They're taking a crack at him. Um, I think, you know, part of the factor into decommitting from Notre Dame was distance from home. So, um, you know, committing to Ohio state it, you know, wouldn't make as much sense. You know, if that was really the case with uh, you know decommitting from Notre Dame, if, if distance played a factor. But you know, they're taking a, taking a um, swing at him and seeing what happens. He'll be at um, Florida next weekend for uh, I think they're hosting Kentucky, um, so that'll be a game he's checking out. And then he's still scheduled um, to officially visit Alabama for the Texas A and M game in October. So I think that'll be his last official visit he takes. Um. So obviously that's that's somewhat advantageous. You know they'll they'll get the um you know last visit and you know certainly try to if if any momentum swings towards Florida or how I say at that point you know try to swing it back in their favor. But I think uh, I think he's leaning to Bama. Um. You know I I feel, I feel pretty confident in Bama's chances right at this point. Um. But obviously you know visits can can change things and those are two visits we're going to watch the next couple weekends. But um, I, I think, as things thing stand right now, Bama's in
3: a good spot. And to close things out, when you look at the two five star in state guys that Bama's really pushing for, and Quay Russo and James Smith, where are we sitting with those guys?
4: Yeah, you know, I, I still think, you know, it's, it's kind of the same same thing it's been for the last couple months. You know, I think Bama's in a good spot. I think, you know, if today was signing day, I think Bama is in the driver's seat. But, um, those guys are going to take things all the way down to, uh, you know, the moment they announce on National Signing Day um, when they sign their letters of intent. So I, I think it's going to probably swing in Georgia's favor at some point. It's probably going to, you know, we'll probably hear some Auburn buzz if Auburn starts winning some games this fall. Um, you know, I think we'll, we'll hear Bama buzz. So I, I think it'll go between those three schools. Um, they're down to six, but I think those are kind of the three schools to watch closest. Um, but I think Bama's is in a good spot. I think Long term, I think Bama will uh, has a has a good shot at uh, winning that that one out for those two because you know they are likely a package deal. All
2: right, hey Hank, uh, as, as we let you go, anything particularly you want to share with our listeners, and uh, anything you got coming up, and tell them where they can find you.
4: Yeah, um, bamaonline dot um, Like I said earlier in the show, you know today's the first day coaches uh, can reach out to twenty twenty four recruits, so. I think we'll see some more active recruiting there. We'll see kids probably get some offers and kids tweeting about Bama and, and the schools DMing them all day. Um, so that that's kind of the big thing. Coach can get back out on the road, visits return. So um, kind of getting back to a normal recruiting calendar. Um, you know, uh, you know, some decision dates coming up: Jalen Hale, Jordan Renaud later this month. So it uh, won't be that, that crazy uh, wave of commitments, but uh, certainly enough to to uh, to keep us busy.
2: All right. Well, that's Hank South, 247 Sports, Bama Online Recruiting Guru, joins us every Thursday uh, in to kick off the second half. Uh, if you ever have any questions for him, you're always welcome to bring them in. Thanks, Hank. We'll catch up with you next week. Yes, sir. Thanks, guys. All right. Hey, listen, as we wrap things up, X, uh, we'll, we'll definitely kick the defensive uh, depth chart over to the other side. We'll talk about uh, Bama. Versus Utah, not a lot to talk about on the Utah side of things, Utah State side of things, but we'll, we'll do that tomorrow, and we'll give you a chance to uh, get in on the contest one more time uh, in terms of winning uh, some swag items. All right, X, I'll give you closing thoughts, man.
3: Yeah, as you said, it's just getting exciting as we get closer. Uh, it's going to be an easy weekend, honestly, as long as Alabama State's healthy. But, hey, we're getting started on football. All right. It's a
2: fire sale Friday, game day Friday, uh, game day Eve Friday. Uh, so we will definitely be back here tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel right here on your home for Alabama Sports Tide 100.9. Hey, listen, I uh, want to encourage you to go check out Overflow Express Wash. Overflow Express Wash doing things the right way. They got a couple locations in Tuscaloosa Northport to serve you helping you keep your car clean inside and out. Hey, make sure you join us back on tomorrow to continue the conversation uh, about this Alabama defense and uh, will it rival Nick Saban's greatest of all-time defenses and can they match the dominance of Georgia's defense from last year? Do we have the magic ingredients to make a magic run in 2023 we'll break that down on tomorrow right here on the martin houston show that's xavier houston that's joe Gaither, and i'm martin houston telling you out there roll tide everybody and catch you on tomorrow
0: Listening to the Martin Houston Show on your home for Alabama sports. Tide one hundred point nine and streaming on the Tide one hundred point nine app.
1: Tide one hundred point nine traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a wreck on 2059 eastbound at exit 89. That's out by Mercedes. You can expect delays getting off the interstate. If you see other conditions, just give me a call, 205-886-8886. It's a brand new month. That means brand new deals and great savings for you at and Nissan. TNT, your hometown dealer. I'm Captain Ray.
5: Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. In the Town Square Media News Center, I'm Scott Michaels. Today is the first day that medical marijuana dispensaries can start applying for licenses in Tuscaloosa. The city council voted 5-2 to two to approve the measure at this week's meeting. Senator Richard Shelby announced this week that the FAA will spend just under $18 million to improve Alabama's airports, and that includes an expected $4 million upgrade for Tuscaloosa National. In the Town Square Media
2: News Center, I'm Scott Michaels. Hello, this is Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show, and I want to tell you about Tuscaloosa Custom Carving. If you're looking for a way to add value to your home make your flower beds pop, make your landscaping stand out from your neighbors, then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help you do just that. They have numerous styles, but they feature the Moroccan Stone Curb Series, which includes four great styles and unlimited color choices, That's Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing. They are the one that can help you stand out from your neighbors. Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing, 205-331-6823. You may also find yourself with the need for a custom-sized stone or or custom-shaped stone. Then Tuscaloosa Custom Curbing can help with that as well. Paul Fuller and his team are waiting on your call right now for that free quote. And if you're telling it, Martin Houston with the Martin Houston Show told
0: you...